0: It was a study that was made in 2013 by three universities in the world. It was a very unusual study. It was a study about honesty. Universities in Michigan, Utah, and Zurich came together. I mean researchers, they, they lost 17,000 wallets in 355 cities in 40 countries for one purpose, to see how honest will be the people who find the wallets, if they will decide to return it back to the owners or not. It became known as the, as the wallet test, the, the clear wallet test. What they did is in, the, in every wallet was a key and then a shopping list, two business cards, And in many of the wallets they put money. Not much, $13. Or the equivalent of the same amount of money in the country that they lived. In the the other country. And the, and the, and the, the wallets were clear wallets that when you see it laying, you can see right away that there is money inside. Even if you don't open it. And they dropped it in lobbies of hotels, you know many different public places to see what will happen, how people will deal with it. They were assuming that, pe- that the wallet without money will be returned quicker, and the wallet with money people will keep for themselves, or every you know uh, financial advisors and people understand the um, psychology and uh, sociologists, all of them said that that if there there is money there, the chances are much less for somebody to return it because people want to keep it for themselves. That's nature. What came out, it was just the opposite. It was unbelievable. I think they did it from 2013 to 2016 or 17. 46% of the wallets without money were returned more than 60% of the wallets with money were returned. Much more with the money was returned than the one without money. The next step, the next uh, level they took it further, they decided to put bigger amounts of money in the the wallets, up to $100 in a wallet, to make it harder for people to return it, to make the temptation even stronger for people to keep the money. And the, uh, but the, the astonishment of all the researchers, the great, the bigger, the larger the amount was in the wallet, the chances of the of the wallet to be returned was greater. Seventy-two percent of this wallet were returned, and this was almost international. In all the countries, wherever they did it, it was stronger. It's sure. I mean, the TED Talk says that in all the countries that were equal in all the countries. I read in places articles Do really read the details. It was not so true. It was more politically correct said that everybody was equal. In the Western countries where there's democracy, where people have their decisions in their own end, and they can be honest or not, most of the people returned it back, much more than in other countries. They said that Israel was somewhere in the middle. I think. They said Mexico and Peru, I think, or in the very low. That's what they read. Now, the researchers had to give explanations. Why? why is it, what a strange thing. No money. People has, don't bother to give it to them. The person has a key there. The person has a list there. Why not? Well, there is money. And the more money there is, the more. At once, one person said, you know, people have a motivation to help others. They feel bad. He lost money the bigger the money is you feel bad for the person you want to give it to him back another uh, maven said then people cannot look at themselves as thieves you know it's like i'm a kind of then the bigger the bigger the amount is he cannot look himself in the mirror but uh, i can find a few people who can look at in the mirror when they take a hundred dollars and you need to understand, it was clearly on the business card, was an address not from the city. It was not a person that, that you know, your neighbor. It's some strange shell from a strange land that you'll never meet him. Maybe there is something more to it. You know, maybe it says something about the soul of the human being. This parash, this week we read for the first time the word test in the Torah. And God tested Abraham when he told them to offer his son as a, as a sacrifice. As we learn, that's called the Akedah. But in the, in the Mishnah, in the Ethics of Our Fathers, it's written that God tested Abraham 10 times. There are 10 tests that Abraham was tested, and he passed the test, all the tests with flying colors. The first test was when Abraham was 75 years so. old. God told them, Leave. Leave your, your birthplace, you leave Haran, leave Iraq, leave Turkey, leave your place that you live, leave your family, leave your parents, leave everybody and go. Go where he doesn't even know where. Just go, we'll figure this out. Somehow he figured it out. He came to the land of Canaan, where today is Israel, right? Abon did not ask any questions. He went. He took his wife Sarah, his nephew Lot, and they went on the road. They came to Canaan, they came to Israel. And suddenly in Israel is happening something in Canaan, something that never happened before, a famine. And the first time it's written in the Torah, a famine, according to the commentaries, there was never a famine before, since the creation of the world. Humanity never heard of such a thing, a famine. And there is a famine only in Israel. And Abraham, he tells him to go to the land of Canaan, he comes to a famine. First of all, he was shocked he never saw such a thing. And then he has no choice, he has to leave. He's going to Egypt. He comes to Egypt, the next test. His wife is taken away from him, right by Pharaoh. Now think about it, Abraham left his family behind. The only thing he has, he has a of kids. The only thing he has is his wife, Sarah. Yes, he has a nephew, but it's just a nephew. He has no parents, no friends, nobody. He's alone on earth, in the world. And his wife is taken away from him. Fine, Hashem helps him, a miracle happens, his wife is returning back. He gets his wife back. He goes back to Israel, the famine is over, and things start to get better, and suddenly he cannot get along with his only nephew that he saved, that he took with him. His nephew's behavior, the business, the way his nephew is doing business, doesn't look good, he's not so honest, and because he's is a nephew of Abraham and they look alike, everybody says, Oh, you know, Abraham, Abraham, I know how he's doing business. I dealt with him, oh, I saw his shepherds going, they taking their animals, their sheep to lands that doesn't belong to fields that doesn't belong to them. Basically, he turned to his nephew and he told him, You know what? Let's separate. We have no choice. We have to separate. His nephew had no problem. He chose up. He told him, Go wherever you want, i go the other direction. His nephew went to the most, to the worst corrupted country, city at that time Sodom and Gomorrah. That's where he chose to be settled, to settle himself. Abraham doesn't complain. Things go. God is testing him again and again. And between, God tells him, Oh, Abraham, I'm going to make you famous, and I'm going to make you su- successful, and I'm going to give you children. The reality is just the opposite. Before long, there is a war, a world war. The first world war in the olden days was the war against Sodom and Gomorrah. And among everything, his nephew is being captured. He's becoming a prisoner of war, right? As a prisoner of war, somebody comes and tells Abraham, your nephew is a prisoner of war. Abraham, had a pri- Abraham was a very rich man at that time. He had a private army. He took his militia, And he was running to save his nephew. He risked his life. Because according to some commentaries, the whole agenda was to take his nephew by this, get Abram involved in the war and get get Abram in trouble. Abram risked his life to save whom? The nephew that he doesn't get along with. But that is his only nephew. He had to take care of him. His nephew is being saved and where is he going back? To Sodom and Gomorrah. And then God tells him, don't worry, Abraham, your reward is great. You left children as many as the star of the heavens. Gurnished. Nothing is happening. Then when Abraham is 99 years old, God gives him another test. Abraham, Rabbi what would you mind to circumcise yourself for me? (laughs) And if you can, everybody around you, your son Ishmael. Oh, very nice. Abraham did it, didn't complain. A year later, finally came the miracle that God is speaking for 10 years. Isaac was born. Beautiful, Isaac was born, Mazel tov. was a priest, everybody was happy. A short time later, you read in the Bible something that makes every Jew not comfortable. Sarah told Abraham to send Ishmael and Agar away, right? From the house. Until today we suffer from it. There is an... You know, there is a book, it's called The uh, Son of Hamas. You ever heard about it? A movie in a book about a guy who was, was a son of the Hamas, and he at one point helped, helped Israel. And he writes a book about the conflict in Israel and Palestinian. And he writes in the introduction that it all started in the, in the story with Eger, with itself. It starts from there. It's not like uh, 1948, 1967. In any case... And everybody asked himself, how can Sarah do it? I can't get Abram. Abram didn't want to do it. He also didn't want to send away his son. God told him everything Sarah tells you. Listen to him. Since then, Jewish men listen to the wives. Why? Why? What was so bad about it? Sarah once caught Ishmael shooting a bow and arrow and trying to kill Isaac. And she saw this. She told it to Abraham, and there was no choice that you send them away. It was not popular. And then came the last test, the most famous test. God tells Abraham, The son that I gave you, a miracle by the age of 100 years old, your wife was 90. I want you to offer you as, as, uh, to offer you as, as, as a sacrifice to, to, to me. And you need to remember that at that time it was very common to sacrifice children to the gods, to the, the idol worshippers. And God told them to do the same. And then eventually God told them not to do it, not to touch it. One of the explanations God wanted to make sure that the first Jew started in Jewish religion. To make a point. Human sacrifice is unacceptable. But the bottom line, Abraham was ready to do it. He passed all the tests. What do you see here? The test in Abraham's life, and you start from the first test when he's 75 years old until the test of the Akedah. You see it's only God out there and out there and out there. Not only Abraham gave up. Abraham got closer to God, more committed, more connected, more in love with God. What, what is this the lesson here? Just like in the, in the wallet test, the more money there is, the harder the test is, more people stood at the standard, the harder the challenge is, more people do it. In Judaism, it's the same thing. You know, conventional wisdom says, what other Jewish movements in America believed, can, they just don't want to do the hard mitzvahs. So just give them the easy mitzvahs. That's not true. The hard mitzvahs more Jews do than the easy mitzvahs. I'll give you an example: circumcision, a very hard mitzvah, right? More Jews do it than many many easy mitzvahs. Or for, for example, fasting and you keep more Jews come to come to your shoulder and you keep to and fast. Then on a regular Shabbos to eat cholent, even the eating cholent on a regular Shabbat is easier than fasting on Yom Kippur. Then you people tell me you're right, but you know what? Uh, Shabbat is every week. These guys don't even come once a year to eat cholent, but they come on Yom Kippur to fast. What I mean to say is, we saw it also. The Rebbe used to say it about the Russian Jews. In Russia, Jews risk their life to eat matzah, right? Risk their life. The same Jews in America and in Israel. Don't bother to eat. To buy a box of matzah in the store. What happened? It's so much easier. There is no challenge there. That you see in people there is something that wakes them up. There is a challenge. They want to overcome the challenge. They want to look to themselves and feel achieved. And when they shouldn't be afraid to put in front of ourselves or in front of another person, a challenging uh, mitzvah, a ch- something to overcome. Because by then not only he will do the challenging things and will wake him up about old Judaism.